What's up? And welcome to Espresso with Erin and Sarit, the show where you go to gain the confidence and self-empowerment that you need to live your best and most authentic life. Tough love conversations to reveal the simple truths that will transform your relationships, your body, and your bank account. We are your hosts. I'm Erin. And I'm Sarit. And we are on a mission to transform the lives of millions through the same fitness, nutrition, lifestyle, and financial habits that have transformed ours. Good morning and happy day, you guys. And happy today. Happy day today. Okay, let's get this party started. Today, okay, Mindset Monday. We I thought the party already started. <laughs> Not that kind of party. Speechless. That's how funny I am. You are. So <laughs> yesterday I got feedback from my mom when I was talking to her and she's like, you know what? She's like, Sari, you always look really tired on these conversations. <laughs> <laughs> Your mom, mom's feedback's the greatest feedback. Yeah. My mom keeps it very real with me. She's like, why don't look, you? Look, they think I'm funny. She's like, why don't you do something to your hair? Why don't you put on some makeup? She's like, Erin looks great. <laughs> like you look really tired and actually this morning like i feel like my face is poofy so hold on look at look at this oh josephine yeah josephine came to town today josephine the jew curl hey girl (laughs) josephine is awake every time i take a shower josephine really like likes to be out there but uh, not take a shower wash my hair yes (laughs) i take a shower only like twice per week anyway we digress so to your back to your entertainment benefit. So I feel like your energy level was here and mine was here, and I commit to my love my energy level going up to here. Um there you have it. Scale of one to ten, what's your energy level? Bump it by Ooh. one at least. Okay. Alright, cool. Sorry, you do look great. Your mom's biased. She's like, you can you can do always you can do better. Yes. To that my enough. my mom is great. I love her. And I love that she keeps it real with me because now I I mean, I pay more attention to things that I didn't care for. But, um, you know, yesterday, one of our teammates, Lauren, um, you know, shared with us a story with regards to one of our um, close pastime friends who is so scared of failure that they've never actually attempted to get out of their comfort zone. So... I want to I want to begin this conversation by turning the question to you guys and asking you how many people do you guys know or maybe you're even one of them who are so wrapped up about this concept of failure that they never actually attempted something to get themselves out of their comfort zone. Now, those kind of people are the kind of people who are blocking themselves I would say the people from success. Who, I would say the people who 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 choose to not act. Okay, here's what it comes down to. It's not necessarily I wouldn't say those kind of people. I would say those who have not discovered the power of failure are being held back. Yeah. And those who choose to not be courageous, which is taking action regardless of the fear are missing out on so many opportunities in life. And we know that there are several who, if you have not experienced that, 
That's incredible. Uh, most of us probably have here. Some of us may still be experiencing that halt from fear and, and not taking action because of an unknown. What's going to happen? I don't know what's going to happen. So I don't want to, I don't want to go over there. There's a part of our brain that is meant to keep us safe. It's survival. And it's, and it will say logically like, Oh, we don't know what's over there. So don't go over there. That's scary. We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know. And then you start playing these stories in your head. Well, what if this happens and maybe this will happen. And if I do this, then what if that happens? And then we, we don't do anything. And it's like, but what if on the contrary, all of the good things happen? Do you guys know what fear actually stands for? The word fear, what does that stand for? False experiences appearing real. False experiences appearing real. There's another one. How many times, for those of you guys who, who have actually gone outside of your comfort zone, right? And like you were either talking yourself out of, you know, jumping off a cliff or um, eating In, a clean into, meal into or, water like or starting a Hold on, can I, can I back up just a little bit? You said jumping off of a cliff. I want to disclaim that she means into a body of water yes. that people are doing regularly. We're yes. not just jumping off a cliff. Yes. I mean, okay, great. yeah. I'm, whatever. I needed to give that. Though I would say that's very much outside of your comfort zone. It's not, or like starting or starting the rise above program. How many of you guys, oh my gosh, I thought it was going to be so fucking crazy. And you're like, this is the first program that I followed through for 14 days. Or a lot of people right. sign up and then don't start for a few days because they're, oh my gosh, I don't know what it's going to Just start, just turn the shit on. Yeah. You don't have to do it. Just yeah. turn it on and right. see what it's all about. But the reason, right? Be curious. Our, our brain is programmed to survive, not to thrive right? So therefore, your brain will talk you out of doing things that you're not sure what to expect from it, right? So like anything new, or anything that you haven't done in a really long time, might expose you to facing fear, right? False experiences appearing to be real. However, right, like you start the, you know, the YouTube video for the rise above and you know, you see these girls and you see their little puppy and you're like, is this a comedy show in a gym or is this like a workout? I'm not even sure. And then like you see us, you know, you see my sweet dance moves, um, trying to catch Truth. up with, with Aaron's dance moves. And you're like, wow, this girl really can't even dance. Okay. But let's see what they can do for a workout. And you're like, wow, that was actually pretty fun. And then 14 days later, you're like, I don't remember the last time I actually followed through with a workout regimen like that, but you went into it and you're like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, what is this going to be like, right? So remember, fear, false experiences appearing real, right? Like your brain is programmed to talk you out of doing new shit, things that you haven't done in a while. That's just nature, right? However, most people, 70% of people wouldn't even get outside of their comfort zone. Can I say something? Yes. One Kayla said my, what I want to read the exact, my brain is my worst enemy most days. And another Kayla said, same Kayla's your brain can be your worst enemy or it can be your best friend. And that's up to you. Yes. So yes. if you think that your brain is your enemy, it's going to be. The first thing you need to do is you need to flip the script. It's just a perspective. It's all perspective. Literally you guys, life is a game. 
and you are wearing a particular set of glasses and whatever is showing through that lens, yes, it just poked my finger through my hand like that. Whatever you are seeing through those lenses is your life, is are your beliefs, which dictate your decisions and your experiences. But you have to choose how you're gonna see shit. You are sharing me with me a story about Thomas Edison. Yes. Whose entire lab burnt down like lifetimes of work at the age of and 64. experiences and um, inventions at the age of 64, something that could be so traumatic and so detrimental uh, to somebody's mind. And he said to his wife, you have to come see this. It's the, or no, what did she say? Why aren't he, you upset? Yeah. He, he, he called up his wife and he's like, you're going to have to see that. You have to see this. This is the most incredible fire. And, and in how many blocks did his lab take up? Like two blocks? Yeah. Like two black blocks, something insane. So then the media, you know, like everybody gathered around and they're like, man, why are your spirits so positive? He's like, because look at this. It's like such an amazing experience. But they're like, yeah, but they, like, didn't you invent all these things in your lab? And he's like, yeah, well, he's like, the good news is that I have, I expect to live to be at least 80 years old. So the only thing that's really running out is time because I still got 16 years to invent as, as much shit as possible. Right. So it, it your really. Your most valuable resource is time. Yep. And that's why your health is so important because your health dictates how much time you got. Man, I would say the next most valuable resource is your mindset. It's either the oh, most sure. valuable resource or the most costly. It is either a liability or an asset. <laughs> it's yes, it really is. It really oh, yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Um, so fear, false experiences appearing real. Okay. But, you know, because so many people are held back by these false <laughs> experiences appearing real, they don't actually get outside of their comfort zone. Right. And now if you don't get outside of your comfort zone, one thing is guaranteed. You're not going to improve. You're going to get nowhere. You're not going to succeed because you're not going to improve. You need to experience what the experience is and you need to probably fail. We're going to talk about the, the five steps to your success, one of which is failure, right? But if you don't put yourself out there, guess what? You're, you're not you going to get better, right? Like you got to play the game in order to win the game. Football season just started, right? Some of y'all's wives, husbands, maybe some of you guys, like, were watching it all day yesterday, right? But go Hawks. Um, but the truth is, like, Tom Brady, right? Like, he's so good at the game because he plays the game. Do you mm -hmm. think that every match was a great match? Do you think, like, he doesn't lose? In fact, I think the Buccaneers lost yesterday. No, I'm it's not like, even sure. it's, it's that he, he plays the game regard, it's, it goes back to the same, like you miss 100% of the shots that you don't take. Yes. And if you are scared you're going to miss, so you don't shoot, you're guaranteed to not get two points or three points, yep. right? You have to shoot the fucking ball to the hoop, even if you might miss. Yep. That's the only way you know, oh shit, I was a little to the left. Okay, let me go a little to the right this time. You learn from what you did wrong. Oh shit, I came up a little short. I got to put some more oomph behind it on the next one.
right? Like you, you just learn and some things in life seem way scarier than they need to be. And once we experience it, we're like, oh shit, it wasn't that bad. Just jump, just shoot the ball, just start playing the game and you can learn, right? Like when you play Monopoly, it's like, okay, here's how to start. And then we teach as we go, right? It's like, I don't know how to play. Great. Just start playing and we'll learn it as we go. Oh yeah. I landed on a property. Now what do I do? Does somebody own it? Pay their shit. (laughs) Does somebody not own it? Now you have the opportunity to buy it. It's like play as we go. Oh shit. I landed on uh, the go to jail. That means I go to jail. Okay. I don't want to land on that anymore. Right? Like you just, you, you learn the rules as you go and you adjust to perform better and better as you learn. I want to turn it around to the transformation Kickstarter challenge real quick. That's why we tell you guys you need to sign up for this shit, right? Like whoever's going to win first, second, and third place, like they're going to go all in 100% and they're going to be obsessed with it, right? They probably already told themselves I'm going to win. Most people are not like that. Most people are not like that and that's okay. However, in order for you to actually be successful from this challenge, All you got to do is just commit to signing up and following through. Thank you, Courtney. Not every day is going to look like rainbows and butterflies. Hair bears and lollipops or elephants standing on their noses. But the truth is, the truth is, is that for as long as you show up during those 14 days, you are going to kickstart your transformation. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Because you're going to be, you're going to be playing the game. I'm not telling you that everybody who plays the game is going to be the winner, but guess what? The ones who play the game the most aggressively, the most consistently end up winning the game. Can I say something else about this failure thing too? Yeah. Uh, who was it? Babe Ruth that had the most, uh, home runs Uh Uh also had the most misses at bat. Yeah. Because he swung more than anybody else. So. You're going to miss a lot, but the more swings you take, guess what? The more hits you're going to get. So just keep swinging. Yeah. That, not in that way. You dirty. Okay. What's the upside down pineapple? It's like the swingers. I don't know. I don't know. Somebody I don't know told what me you're that. talking about. I know. Anyways, moving on. Okay. So there are five steps to success. Okay. And we're going to talk about the importance of each and every one of them. Okay. And, you know, as you're listening to this, Ask yourself for one, is this something that I can commit to following through with? The reason why most people are unsuccessful is because they're not, they're not willing to follow through with something or they follow through until you need to be able to follow through each and every one of the steps and then you need to repeat. Right. And that's why we tell you guys weight loss is simple, but it's hard. How many of you guys have lost one pound in your life? Raise your hand, drop an emoji, something. How many of you guys know that, you know, you're a pro at dropping one pound? I want to know who it is. But how many of you guys can drop all of your excess weight, keep it off and build off from there? Weight loss is simple, but it's hard. Because people are not willing to follow through with everything and repeat. When it gets hard. Right. They're only willing to follow through until. They're only willing to follow through until. Look at you guys. You all know how to lose weight. 
You just don't know. I think even if you said five pounds or 10 pounds or 20 No, pounds, but I want to, I, I just, I want uh, one pound. If you know how to lose one pound, then I get, then, then you know how to lose weight. Pound you is just, a pound. You just don't know how to keep it off because there's a difference here between knowing how to drop one pound and dropping whether, whatever your goal amount of weight is, keeping it off and building it off for the rest of your life. Because with that come a different set of challenges and you need to be able to follow through the steps. Exactly, Daisy. We talked about it last night. So the five steps of success, okay? The first one, you got to test, right? And, you know, who, whoever, like, you know, lifts weights, um, you know, if you do, like, maybe CrossFit or weightlifting, then I'm going to break it down in, in terms of a strength cycle. Because literally, like, executing a strength cycle is exactly like the five steps to your success. And that's why people who follow through strength cycles, what do you think happens? They get stronger. They but get most strength. people, but most people, right, because a strength cycle takes a long, a long ass time too. They're like, at the beginning, they love the beginning. But then two weeks later, or how much see, longer are we going to be doing this? How much longer are we doing this? How much longer does this go for? That's that the rest of your life, motherfucker. Yeah, that ain't your problem, bro. <laughs> your problem is following through. <laughs> Shit. I think we just like new things as humans. Like we have short attention spans and we like new things. So when it comes to like doing the non-sexy stuff, like people get bored. And so I get it. But you got to learn how to persevere and be consistent. Yeah. It doesn't always mean it has to be hard. You just have to be consistent. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna also relate, relate it to a strength cycle and to your weight loss journey. Okay. So that whichever kind of person you are, you can, you can relate. But the first step to create, to, to defining your success is to test, test where you're at. Okay. You need to gain a baseline, right? So in your weight loss, right? Um, like if you're in the inner circle program, right? Like you have to test your weight, you test your circumference in three different body parts, and you take photos, right? Um, in your finances, they'll be, well, check your balance in your bank account, right? You test, right? Like you need to get, check your income, check your expenses. Yes. You need to gain a variable, right? Like it has success. If, if you can't measure something, then you're, then you're already not doing it right. Right? Like you don't know when there's improvement if you don't have a baseline. Exactly. Exactly. There's got to be a baseline always. Okay. So it has to start with testing. And I think a lot of times people are okay with it. Right. But some people are so afraid of con confrontation that they won't even take that step. Right. Like I don't want to step on the scale because it's going to make me feel blah, blah, blah. Like I get it. Right. Like working on your relationship with the scale is one thing, but you know, you have, you have to face the hard truth. Maybe the good truth, maybe the hard truth. Because if you don't face the truth, you don't know what it is, like where it is that you're going to go. Right. Like for example, if you're, if you're going to, let's say if we were to fly somewhere, right? Like first we have to know where, what airport we're going to leave out of. Right. If we don't know where the plane's going to take off, 
then how do we know like what's going to be the already. destination? We're already doing right. So you gotta get you gotta you gotta gain a baseline, right? So like um, in a strength cycle, right? Whatever it is that you're testing first, right? At the beginning of the cycle, okay, you're gonna test however many reps um, or weight you've completed for whichever movement. Okay, so step one is test and gain a baseline. Okay, sounds good. Face the truth. Okay, now that doesn't take a long time, right? Like that happens anywhere between a few seconds to one second, right? Um, depending on what it is that you're doing and what we're referring to. But the second step is failure. We're all one step away from failing. Now, the reason why so many people deny themselves of success is because they're not willing to even face the second step. I don't want to fail, so why bother start? Yep. So you never start. Because you're scared. Right? So you're just swimming lost. Lost. I failed for 10 years before I got on the right path. If I didn't fail the amount of times that I did, I wouldn't have been introduced to the right people who helped to put me on the right path. Every failure, and this is what Thomas Edison said, I like to study What's successful. Thomas Edison. What? But you said Thomas. I did. Oh. <laughs> when English is a second language. Whatever. Um, but, so he invented the light bulb and it took him 10,000 trials until he was able to actually light a bulb and transfer electricity to Imagine it. if he would have quit. Yeah. At any one of those failures. So the truth Y'all wouldn't have light. Yeah. Aside from daytime. So the truth is that every single failure takes you, gives you an opportunity to get one step closer to the answer. Now, the only time that failure is wrong is when you fail doing the same thing over and over again, and you don't take a different approach. If you take the same amount of the same action and you have the same attitude and you follow the same approach and you keep on failing, now you're just wasting your time, energy, <clears throat> and resources. A perfect example is when you do Whole30 and you get results and then you stop doing Whole30 and you go backwards and then you start Whole30 again because it worked last time, So, which is arguable. Uh, then you do it again and it works until it doesn't. And then you do it again. And it works until it doesn't. Which means it doesn't work. Right. It works for a period of time. But what is it that you want to work? Do you want it to work? Does working mean that it lasts a lifetime? Or does it working mean it lasts temporarily? Because my guess is that it working to you, ideally, would be for a lifetime. So if it doesn't work for a lifetime, it doesn't work. So you tried Weight Watchers and it didn't work. It worked for a period of time and then until it didn't. And then you tried keto. Okay, at least you tried something different, right? Okay, let me try this. It works. Okay, and then it doesn't. Okay, I got to try counting macros. Okay, awesome. At least you're trying something different, right? It's like people who go, like we've talked about people who go back into the same relationship. Oh, we've been off and on for five years. Quit. Yeah. Sometimes it's better to, to leave it. But when you really want something, we applaud you for continuing to go after it. Even if it means you have tried everything. Uh, most of the people that come into the inner circle, they're like, oh, I've tried everything. I'm like, perfect. Not this. 
you've never tried this. And I'm about to blow your mind. Inner circle peeps, raise your hand. Holla. So, you know, I want to ask them a question. And the question that you need to ask yourself is, what is my relationship to failure? Do do you avoid it? How do I feel when I fail? Do Do you avoid it? Because if you avoid failure... Done. You, you're you're already caught at step two. Dig in the Su- grave. Success is um, declined, not declined. Um, X. I don't. I don't know. Get away, danger. Yeah. <laughs> What's the emoji for this? I don't even know the <laughs> word, but you get it. Um, so success. So failure is guaranteed if you are not wanting to confront failure. Now, um, failure is also guaranteed if you keep on doing the same thing over and over again and you keep on failing, right? Uh, but failure is an opportunity for growth. If you're like, you know what? I've tried this. It didn't work for me. Okay, cool. That takes you one step closer to the, the next right thing. approach. Yeah. What do I try next? Thomas Edison, guess what? He had to follow through with 9,999 approaches before he got the right one. So every failure, unless it's the same exact failure that you've had before, right, is one step closer to success. And that's what people don't understand, right? So what everybody needs to actually confront is their relationship to failure. You avoid it, failure is guaranteed. Um, you know, if you expect failure to happen and you take it as an opportunity for growth, guess what? You're on the right path, right? And failure is different than quitting. Quitting is like, ah, fuck this. I'm done. Yeah. Failure is like, oh, I did it wrong. Yeah. Yeah. But if you embrace it and you say, awesome, now I'm one step closer to getting the right answer because now I know one more way that is not the answer. So you need, you need to define your relationship with failure right? What is my current relationship with failure and what am I going to do about it? You know, let's, let's take, you know, a strength cycle, for example, let's say we are using a back squat strength cycle, right? So the first time you do a back squat, you test, let's say 10 rep max, right? Okay. This is what I got for my 10 rep max, right? The next day I tell Aaron, okay, I want you to add 50 pounds. What did she fails? What do we learn from it? That her body is not yet fit to carry a 50 pound extra load to her current weight for a 10 rep max back squat. I would just call that stupidity. Actually. Right. Well, but for the, for though, no, because if you test a 10 rep max, it's a max. And then you say, okay, add 50 pounds. Clearly there's no way you already can know that that's not going to happen. That's, that's because you have experience. Of course, I made it dramatic. But if it's a max and somebody's like, holy shit, that was the most I can do. <clears throat> there's a difference between like, wow, that was really hard and heavy versus like, that was legit the most I can do and like adding five pounds. Yeah. To see like adding five pounds. I don't know if I'm going to make this. I'm a little scared. It's a the last one was really heavy, but there's still a potential of it being possible. Yeah. In your mind. Um, failures are stepping stones, not roadblocks, stumbling blocks. Okay. So you got to fail up. Okay. That's what Oprah calls it. And, and we love this phrase. So we choose to use it too. Fail up. If you don't fail, you don't learn. But the only way for, me, for you to learn and to get 
on the right path sooner is to own your relationship with failure. Okay. Like I failed. Okay, cool. What does that mean? Now, what do I need to do next in order to get on the right path? And am I committed to doing it? Right? So after you fail, the next thing that you're going to do is start and then we fail and then you learn and you learn, which I think we talked a lot about, right? Like you learn failure is an opportunity to learn, right? Like for example, you know, we learned that 50 pounds on top of a 10 rep max back squat is stupid. (laughs) And that's why you said it's stupid. I'm like, just hold on. I have a good analogy, right? But she knows it's stupid because she's gained experience. She's like, okay. If, but for somebody who goes to the gym the first time, how many times, like I've seen it so many times at the gym, like somebody like newbie, like tries to look good. Okay. Like this, Maybe this is my number. And then like they, the next day they add like a plate, a plate. And they're like, mm, they get stuck. Help, help, help. Maybe a dude. I yeah. don't think it's a realistic situation. I've never seen that happen. Oh, I think I'm going to, I'm going to be able to add 50 pounds to my max, even if you're not experienced. Cause well, you're well, gonna be, you'll be curling, you'll be, you'll be curling five pound dumbbells and then you'll be like, Oh, uh, let me, let me see if I can do forties. I think it doesn't make like, yeah. yeah. But failure give, gives you an opportunity to learn, right? So now you know, Oh shit, that's stupid. I shouldn't do that. Right. Or, you know what, this way didn't work because I can't stay consistent with it, right? So it it allows you to redefine your relationship with your previous experience when you failed. It allows you to redefine your relationship with your previous experience when you failed, right? If you don't redefine that relationship, right, and gain what you need to understand in order to get one step closer, then how are you going to take the right approach, right? Back to the Michael Jordan analogy, right? From every single three shot that he missed, he's like, oh, you need to like be more flexible with your wrist when you throw the ball or Babe Ruth. It's like, you know, maybe use your hips a little more, right? But it's like every single failure, right? With, with the right attitude, right? And the right approach gets you one step closer to taking the right action. Remember, in order for you to to be successful, you need to have the three A's, right? And you haven't checked, if you haven't heard that episode, then you should check it out on our YouTube channel, which by the way, if you haven't already subscribed to our YouTube channel, be sure to do so. If you're watching this on YouTube, pause right now and hit the subscribe button. Amen. But remember, in order for you to to succeed, you need you need to make sure that you have all three A's, and it's the right attitude, the right action, and the right approach. Right. So after failing, when you learn, should you have the right attitude? Right. Most people have a shitty ass attitude. They don't take ownership. They blame, they blame the, the, the keto. They blame this. They blame that. Yeah. They blame, um, being busy, whatever. Right. Like that's lack of ownership. Right. We already know that that's like just terrible news. You have a shitty ass attitude. You're not going to get anywhere. Right. And then, you know, the right action. Right. It's like, okay. Um, like I said, Michael Jordan, he's like, I, I could have done this better by doing X, Y, Z, right? So now you know how to tweak it and make it even better or follow the right approach. Maybe you had a great attitude, but maybe you're like, you know what? Keto didn't work for me because 
after three months when the holidays came around, like I noticed that, you know, like I couldn't, I like, I couldn't eat like an apple pie and I felt too deprived. So then I was all over the place. Okay, cool. So you need to follow the right approach. Ain't nothing wrong with keto. It's just not the right approach for you. Right. But you need to make sure that you have all three A's. Right. And by being open minded and having the right attitude, you are able to learn. Okay. What is the learning opportunity from that? Because truthfully, failure is just a learning opportunity. But if you don't have the right attitude, you're never going to learn. And you have the most control. I mean, you, you have control over all three A's, but you can, you know that by choosing your attitude and by choosing the amount of action that you take are going to be effective in one way or another, positive or negative, they're going to be effective. Yeah. Okay. So you can choose your attitude and you can choose how much action you take. The approach is what we are testing. The approach is what we might fail at, right? But if you're, if you don't have the right attitude or if you're never taking action because you're afraid the approach isn't going to work, you will never get anywhere. Yeah. So what is it? Start, fail, learn, learn, then improve, improve. Right. So, it, you know, we, there is a person who's very dear to our hearts and, um, you know, he's like, he's the kind of person who's so scared of failure, you guys, um, that he just, he doesn't take any action, but, you know, I gave him a tip to, to change his approach to, take a baby step so that he'll be able to improve. Right. Um, and the approach that he's on is just walk 10 minutes a day. Mm. Okay. And his goal is to follow through for only three days by walking 10 minutes a day. For most of you guys listening, you're like, that is so simple. However, when somebody is scared, like that is gigantic, right? So you break it down into a smaller step that, that you're able to achieve. And by doing that, you're improving. So, you know, then he's able to see, oh my gosh, three days. So easy. Okay. Now let's do it again. Let's do three days again. You have to right. build belief through wins. Incremental steps, right? And, you know, going back to the strength cycle, that is why you said that putting 50 pounds after testing a 10 rep max is stupid. Right. Because you have to go through the learning phase, repeat that, progress it. Okay. So after you do the 10 rep max, you know, in a good strength cycle, you'll want to repeat it first. Right. So that your neuromuscular connection will be able to be more um, capable of applying that force again. Okay. After you've done it a certain amount of time, now your body is fitter to adapt to a greater amount of force. Then you add a little bit of weight. Right. And this happens over a period of time. This happens over a period of time. Right. So, you know, the initial phase, the test takes one second. Right. The failure depends on the scenario. Right. Like it can take anywhere between a couple of minutes to a couple of years. Right. Um, the learning process, again, it can take anywhere between a couple of minutes to a couple of years. It really all depends on the scenario. Again, your your level of action right? Um, the approach in which you're following and also the attitude that you have, you have a shitty attitude. It's going to take you a lifetime to learn because you're never going to learn. Can I right? say the more action you take, the faster you fail. And that is a good thing. Yeah. The more action you take, the faster you fail. 
Just take action to the degree in which you are willing to embrace the failure. Yep. But the, the quicker you fail, the, the more you learn faster. Yep. And the sooner you can get onto the right path using the right approaches. I want to give a huge shout out to Jerry. Um, and I want to, I want to use her as an example because man, Jerry's got, Jerry is, Jerry charged, uh, is the perfect Jerry example of the person, everything. of the person who has the right attitude, man, like her attitude is gold. You've seen Jerry go live in this page. Her Y'all attitude is gold. Her level of action is insane. Insane. Most of you guys are not capable of that, and that's okay. Like, Jerry is abnormal, and I'm saying it to you with so much love, Jerry. A good kind of abnormal. And she's following the right approach, right? So, like, as as soon as she started, she's, like, head deep towards failure. But what, right now, she like, she, she puts herself out there to experience failure on a daily basis. And what keeps happening to her 5K pace? It keeps on improving. Because she tested, she failed, and now she's in a series of learning, 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 and through that learning comes improvement. So she's improving with every single experience, right? So like the learning and the improvement, when you have, when you take the, the right amount of action, you have a good attitude and you take the, um, the right approach, you're in a constant state of learning and improving, learning and improving, learning and improving, learning and improving. And then you retest and you're like, shit, my 5k is faster by three minutes. Shit. I was actually able to do a 5k for the first time, right? Mm -hmm. Like without stopping. Right. Right. So the reason why it's important to talk about this is because if you don't have the right attitude, you might go through step one, you sure as hell will be stuck in step two. When you have the right attitude, you're giving yourself the opportunity to learn, to improve, and to retest. Success is a byproduct of improvement. The reason why people, right, struggle with weight loss is not because weight loss is hard. You guys already said that you're, you each know how to drop one pound. If you can drop a pound, you can drop a hundred pounds. But the difference between dropping one pound and a hundred pounds is the learning, improving and retesting. That's all mindset, right? You need to, you need to go through the learning phase and the improvement phase. And that takes a long ass time, right? You need to overcome failure in order to learn or and you need to get better at it. Right. You look like a witch stirring a pot of goodness. And, and that's why so many people, they're like, yeah, you know, it's like after 30 days, they're like, I only dropped five pounds. I'm like, bitch, you improved, right? Like you think that success just happens. Success is a byproduct of incremental improvements, right? So what are the lessons from here? Maybe you had the wrong expectation that you dropped 20 pounds in, in, in 30 days and that's normal, right? Or maybe you had a shitty attitude because you think that you don't appreciate the five pounds knowing that you've been gaining 50 pounds over the last 10 years. See where I'm going with that? So it's all an attitude thing, right? And it's all mindset. You guys all know how to lose weight, but you just don't know how to lose weight sustainably because you haven't been taught the 
importance of failure, the opportunity that's in failure. You've probably been, you know, there, there have been a lot of people in your life who are just scared to tell you the truth. We're not. Oh, honey, it's okay. Just eat a cookie. Fuck this shit. Don't tell me to eat a cookie. Tell me to go run a 5k and stop being a little bitch, right? Or, you know, be open-minded to learn, right? Like you failed. Okay. Like don't beat yourself up about it. Like the past is behind you. You, you can't change the past. All you can change is the future, right? So like all you need to do is ask yourself, okay, like what did I learn from this experience? I learned that this person is shitty, that they will never tell me the truth. And I learned that I need to do a better job at XYZ. Okay, cool. Now you learn. So now you have the opportunity to apply. And when you apply, after you've learned and you've overcome failure, you're going to improve. Guaranteed, you're going to improve, right? And improvement is in the incremental step to success, right? Nobody's going to drop 100 pounds overnight. Nobody's going to increase their back squat by 100 pounds overnight right? It's a, it's a long-term game. And that's why weight loss is hard because it's a long-term game. Because we impatient as fuck. Because, because that's why it's called the 14-day the, the transformation Kickstarter. It's going to kickstart your transformation. It's not going to happen in 14 days. It could, it could, but what we're promising you is that it's going to kickstart your transformation. <laughs> why? Because transformation, weight loss, increasing your back squat, whatever your goal is in life, becoming a multimillionaire. It's a daily act. It doesn't happen in a day. It happens every day. Yes. Over a long period of time. And the truth is, is that we used to fall for that bullshit too. Why? Because, you know, we didn't have the right attitude and we surrounded ourselves with the wrong people. And that's the importance of this show, you guys. After having learned by going, by experiencing all of the failures that we faced, right? We found the truth and we're like, you know what? It is our duty and obligation to share the truth with, with everybody. Because if not, you're going to think that if you didn't lose 20 pounds in 30 days, you're doing a shitty ass job. That ain't the problem. The problem is you haven't been told what the five steps are. You might not be able to, you might not have the right attitude and the discipline and the determination and the dedication and the diligence to get through all of the five steps and repeat. And once you retest, by the way, it doesn't mean that it's game over, right? Just because you dropped 20 pounds doesn't mean shit. Doesn't mean shit. How many people have you guys seen? Oh, I reached my goal weight. Game over. Then what? You see them one year later, they're like, oh, wow. But she didn't look like that a couple of months ago. What happened to her? She got comfortable. Most people, once they succeed, they get comfortable right? They're not willing to make the retest be step one. When your retest becomes step one again, and you're willing to go through it over and over again. And I'm not saying that, you know, once you get dropped to 130, if that is your goal weight, that you need to keep on dropping more weight. Most people get stuck in this mindset, right? But you, you always need to be, um, you need to have a goal and you need to be clear on the goal. And that's another problem with the weight loss industry. People talk about numbers on a scale. They don't talk about deep life goals and help you to get there. Weight loss is a life solution. Weight, nobody wants to lose weight. Every, there is something deeper in your life that's missing or that you want to get closer to. 
Because whoever steps on the scale and feels great about themselves, I stepped on the scale this morning just to check where I'm at. And the first thing that you do, it doesn't matter like where you're at in your journey, you criticize. I weighed 126.1 and I criticize myself. That will always happen, right? Like you don't want, nobody ever wants. Did you really? What? Yeah, I criticized myself. In what way? I was like, oh, last time I, last time I weighed myself, I was 124.3. But look. But I'm unattached to it because I know that that's, that doesn't mean So shit. it's not criticism. It's not criticism. It's an observation. Hmm. It's not criticism. Well, maybe it's a language barrier and I just put it the wrong way. But look, I mean, Andy Frisella has an amazing podcast that you actually shared with me. One of the, it's new, right? Because yeah. I hadn't gotten that far. Mm-hmm. And it's like 2% of people achieve what everybody dreams they could. Mm-hmm. And that's because most people, for one, just quit way too early. And then for the people who do actually get a certain level of success in any realm, then don't know how to do it. They don't know how to continue the actions in the mundane day to day to day, not sexy kind of action, right? Meal prepping isn't sexy, right? Like the things you have to do on a regular basis, going to bed at 8.30 PM is not sexy. Mm -hmm. And we don't always want to do it. Working out all the time, like we don't always want to do it. The people who, who cannot consistently continue to do the things that led them to where they got to keep them where they are. Or it's this thought of always thinking that, oh, if I want to lose weight, it has to be hard. No, it's it. not every day is easy, but that's just life. That's not weight loss. That's life. Mm-hmm. But when you're trying to achieve something substantial, it requires effort. It requires force. It requires action. It requires consistency. It requires all these things that people don't want to keep doing because it's not always fun or sexy or convenient. And and going to the, I want to relate it to the money conversations that we have and the relationship conversations that we have because you guys, it's all the same fucking principles. It's all the same. Oh my gosh, she's so sweet. He's snoring like a bear. Um, but like with money, like there's no such thing as get rich overnight. It's get rich for sure. There's no such thing as lose weight quick. It's lose weight for sure. Um, how many people do you guys know who got married yet? The divorce rate in this country is what, like 60%. Just because you got married doesn't mean that you now have the perfect relationship. You have to recreate it every single day, right? But people think that, okay, I dropped 20 pounds. Now it's over. Or, oh, I got married. Okay, now I'm good. Or it's after the event. Or, oh, I paid off my debt. Now I can go and spend money on all this shit. No, it doesn't work that way, right? It's like your retest becomes your new test. And you repeat and repeat and repeat. And it's a long ass game. So what you need to do is you need to ask yourself, what do I want? And whatever journey it is that you're taking, whether it's your financial journey, your relationship journey, your weight loss journey, your life journey. Do I want to be successful for sure? Or just for a short period of time. Do I want because to if one? it's for sure, then you have to, you need, you need to accept the fact that it's going to take you a lifetime and it's not sexy. It's not. Okay. Perfect analogy. I used to play this game with my ex-husband that was called, um, who sang it or something like that, whatever. And we would play all these like one hit wonder kind of songs that like 
everybody knows, but you don't fucking know who the artist is because it was the only song that they ever did that was good. And you, so you don't know the artist, you just know the song. And I can't like off the top of my head, think of any examples, but it's like, do you want to be a one hit wonder? Like, oh, they were great once. Oh, wow, she looked great this summer, the next year. Or not even, you know, what other people think about you, even but what you think about yourself. Like, oh, I used to be fit. And then what? And then... Nobody talks about they used to be fit person. Yeah. um, I mean, and ultimately, it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. It doesn't matter, oh, what somebody used to say or think or, you know, whatever. It, It is when you get undressed to take a shower and you look at yourself in the mirror and you see yourself as a whole, are you, are you satisfied? Are you thriving? And if the answer is no, work needs to be done. Does it, whether it's weight loss or your mindset or your self-talk or your whatever, your job, maybe you hate going to work. You're like, gosh, every day I wake up and I'll just despise going to work. I, I dread it. Something needs to change. Like, we're on this journey to ultimately make people happier people. Yeah. That's why we, our avenue is weight loss and self-love because that's what began the transformation in our own minds, in our own happiness, yeah. right? In our relationship with ourselves, which has allowed us to have the relationship that we have together. Yeah. So for a lot of people, losing weight is a thing that will make us happier because It's the feeling of taking care of yourself. It's the feeling of respecting yourself. It's the feeling of following through with what you say you're going to do and proving to yourself that you can be consistent and that that's what makes us feel good. And the weight comes off by default. Yep. But then we feel more confident because we feel healthier. Our skin gets better. We have more fun trying on different clothes. Yeah. I don't know. Different people want to be around us. Maybe we're, we now are dating somebody that we thought was completely out of our league, right? We, we are exposed to new opportunities because when we walk into an interview, the person's like, God damn, they look confident. They look like I can trust them, right? Um, and that's why we're so passionate about it because for women, we believe that, you know, um, yes, in the United States, we've come a long way, but there's a long way to go. There's a long way to go. There's still oppression happening, right? Um, and it's just, it's a vehicle for freedom, right? Um, mastering your body. And I'm not saying that we have because nobody ever will. If you think you mastered something, then you're already like, you're fixated on your mindset and you're just not going to get better, which means you're not going to grow, which means you're already stuck, right? But like, you know, pursuing mastering your body is, a vehicle to success in any arena of life for women. Because I don't care how successful you may be financially, right? If you don't love how you feel in your own skin, there's no way in hell that you're walking into the boardroom confident as fuck, right? You just know that you're really good at what you do, but there's no way in hell that you're confident. And there's no way in hell that, you know, if you're like um, getting intimate with somebody that you're confident as fuck and like, you know, you would do like, the coolest, funnest, dirtiest shit, like, you know, with the lights on, right? Not that I'm saying that that's what it needs to be, but, you know, it's the, it's the simple things that add so much flavor to life. And if you don't always feel, like, present 
and in tune, then you're taking away from what life has to give. Because truthfully, one thing is guaranteed that we're all here for a limited amount of time. So we might as well make the most of it. And that's what we're fighting for. YouTube always asks me if this video is made for children. And every time I have to say no. <laughs> that doesn't mean that children can't watch it, but I'm just saying I poked my finger through my other What is this? That's like throwing M&Ms into somebody's mouth and hoping you'd catch it. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> we just kept it PG-13. Um, but anyways, we hope that you, that you gained value in today's conversation. And if you did, okay, I want to ask you a favor. If you gained at least one valuable thing from today's conversation, please do us a favor and share it. If you're watching this on Facebook, then just hit the share button. Okay, if you're watching this on YouTube, then for one, subscribe and then just, you know, copy the link and share it with, you know, somebody that you love, right? Um, maybe it's somebody who you want them to join you along with a 14-day transformation Kickstarter. Or maybe it's, you know, your significant other who you love very much, but who you know deserves more than whatever they're experiencing right now. Or maybe it's, your mom who's just so fixated on her shit or whatever it is. We know that we have the answer and we speak the truth and we're not even apologetic or scared to talk about it. So if you found value, all that we ask is please help to share the love. Thank you so much, Jerry. The reason why we ask you to do that is because you guys, we are on a mission to transform the lives of millions through the same movement, movement nutrition, nutrition and, and lifestyle habits. habits. That have transformed ours. Okay. Nothing is going to stop us. We're so grateful that right now there's 52 people live watching us. Okay. We know that it's only a matter of time till there it's going to be. Yes. I saw that. There's only, it's only a matter of time till we're going to have 500 people until we'll be live on CNBC or what Fox or I wrote ABC it in my, I wrote or, it in my goals or whatever, or whatever channel it is, because we know that this is only getting more better and badass, but it takes an army to move a mountain. Erin and I are going to, we keep, we keep hustling and we will. Right, because we know it's a five-step process. You know what? We're right? gonna have we're gonna have but, our own network, like own like Oprah Winfrey like Oprah, network. Yeah, we're gonna have we Aaron could. and Sarit network. Yeah, and we and we could, but the reality is, is that you know, ESA. transformation does not happen in isolation, and our own transformation with regards to our mission, um, you know, is kind of dependent, but is determined based off of the level of help of our community. So, you know, if you feel generous, if you're like, man, like this was a good conversation, just hit the share button. It takes two seconds. If you're even like more generous, then say something about it. Don't just hit share because then people are like, what does that mean? Right? Like, um, but anyways, I'm rambling. So that's all I got for today. She's rambling. Yeah. Okay. So I've just determined that this is our new network. It's ESN. And ESN. Thank yes. you for joining us on ESN. That is it for today. We will catch you tomorrow on ESN Q&A Day. If you guys have questions, go to the main page, the public page, in the announcements and click see more or view more or whatever. There's announcements in there. Um, I probably need to update those. But there is a question survey cheat link that you can click on. Tammy also probably, if she hasn't already posted it, is going to post it. Tammy, you rock. Um, and you guys can ask your question, ask your questions there and maybe Boogie will answer one. Have a great day, you guys. 
and have a kick-ass week. Bye. Thank you for listening to Espresso with Erin and Suri. On your way out, be sure to check out our website, erinandsuri.com, to keep up to date with what we have going on and maybe grab some free stuff. And if you feel so inclined, hop on over to leave us a five-star review. Wink, wink. And remember, life is more fun when you subscribe to Erin and Sarit.